There is a lot of complexity in today's readings. And yet, it's often the case that we don't like complexity. We like things simple. We like to kind of know what we should do and not do what we know we should not do. We have our way of seeing the world. We have our way of thinking about things. And we don't always like to have it pointed out to us that we are, in fact, um, well, maybe not thinking or seeing things clearly. The gospel can be like that. The gospel can be something that's quite difficult. On the one hand, we are given this instruction, but this seems to clarify it in some other way. It can be the case that it appears to us that, in fact, we are supposed to be kind and good to the poor, but then we see in our own life that the poor are not always rewarded. Or maybe they don't always use things in a way we think they should. Maybe they waste things. It can be very difficult to figure out exactly what the gospel is telling us to do. Or maybe, put more specifically, it can be very difficult for us to do what the gospel is telling us to do. That's the situation in today's gospel. There is this rather interesting uh, situation, this rather interesting circumstance, where there are people who are very good business people. They're smart. They understand what it is they are supposed to do. They understand how it is they are supposed to act. They understand in their lives what will help them to have the things they long for. How often is it the case that we hear people say when they decide as children, what do you want? I want to be rich. How often in our lives do we see people who really say to themselves, I want to be a saint. I want to be holy. I want people in my life to see me as one who does what the opening prayer said, namely, one that loves God and loves neighbor. It is, in fact, important for us to ask the Lord Jesus what it is that we should do, how it is that we should live. In today's gospel, we see a very ingenious person who comes up with a wonderful solution. Get on people's good side by fudging the books, by changing the terms of their loans, by changing their conditions, by changing the circumstances of their life, so that when he loses his job, because he's dishonest, people will welcome him in. He's not doing this because he feels any sympathy for the poor. He's not doing this because he thinks that his uh, boss is unjust or unfair. He's the one that's unjust and unfair. In the first reading, we also get a sense of this kind of dishonest business person who, in fact, is uh, looking to trample on the, uh, the rights and the, the situation of the needy, to destroy the poor of the land, so that they can cheat, so that they can be dishonest. When we turn our back from God, I think it becomes harder for us to recognize those people who are in need. 
And we have to be careful because sometimes we do have empathy and sympathy for the poor as long as we don't ever have to meet with them or interact with them. We'll be happy to write a check, we'll be happy to do this, but we won't be happy if it means having to get to know them, to spend time with them, to understand their circumstances, particularly if they find themselves difficult to be with. You know, there was a Jesuit, and they have to do a certain uh, type of thing in their life, where they have to go for a year and kind of live off of whatever they can, can find the support that they can find for people. And one Jesuit decided he was going to live as being homeless for a year. What was interesting is he said the most interesting and most difficult part wasn't going without. He was able to kind of find what he needed. The most difficult part wasn't that he didn't have the things that he had become accustomed to. The most difficult part was that he was ignored. People did not look at him. People did not interact with him. People did not acknowledge that he was a person. Loving God and loving neighbor is a rather difficult and challenging thing for us to do. It is, in fact, something that we can find is not easy. It's easy to say we should love God and our neighbor, but usually in my life, what that means is I love God and those neighbors I can pick to be my neighbor. As long as I don't have to exclude those neighbors, or as long as I don't have to include, rather, those neighbors that I don't like, or that I don't agree with, or that don't see the world the way I do, or who don't, in fact, seem to be uh, appreciative of the things that I do for them, or whatever. Jesus tells us that this tension between loving God and loving neighbor is not an easy one to fulfill. How easily we can become tempted by those things in our lives that are, in fact, difficult, not easy. Let us ask the Lord today to give us the grace that we may love God and love our neighbor, that we may do and go where God wants us, that we may, in fact, love those neighbors, not only the ones we like, but those that maybe we don't like or are even difficult to get along with, so that in so doing, we become a witness to the world of the power of God's grace and the depth of Jesus' love for every human being.